Emmy Award-winning John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., a special run of six live episodes created by and starring Mulaney that'll stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. The comically unconventional show will feature special guests where John Mulaney explores the city of Los Angeles during a week when every funny person is in it. Watch John Mulaney Presents Everybody's in L.A., debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific Time, only on Netflix. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one Crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Hi everyone, I'm Joanna. And I'm Jenny. And this is Hyphenated, the podcast about living in the hyphen. This is one of those episodes that we guys warned you about, warned you as if it's a bad thing. Um, (laughs) This is one of those fun, shorter episodes that we have interstitially in the month that are a bit shorter than, you know, our regular episodes and are usually just a tidbit, a story or an insight into our lives that we like to share with you and that I need to share with Jenny in order to get it off my chest or vice versa. Or vice versa. Yeah. So Jenny, me and you, we talk a lot about um, mental health and, you know, therapy. And it's almost like part of our personality to to be in the constant search to find out what the fuck is wrong with our brain, Um, being women with ADHD and anxiety and all this stuff. So, you know, it's. It's been really relieving to be able to talk. I I actually, I don't care that people know that I have ADHD and that I go to therapy and that, like, I think it's actually a badge of honor, which is so in contrast to what we grew up with, I think. Like, yeah, my parents would would be like, I know, psicólogo, bueno, pero no sé si, no sé si te te hace falta, you know? Um, (laughs) Tú no estás deprimida, montate en en la caminadora, se te quita la depresión, you know? Um, Right. But like, I've I've been going to therapy. I don't know how long you have been, but I've been going to therapy since I was twenty one, like pretty consistently. Mm-hmm. I started going to therapy because I got super depressed. Um, I ha- when I was twenty one, it was the worst year of my life. Um, I had a really bad bike accident, and I broke both my elbows and wrist, and I couldn't move my arm for several months. I was on um, painkillers for several months. I was in bed for several months. And then I had like rehab. I was super in love with a boyfriend at the time. He broke up with me. And I was graduating college. All my friends had left already because they had graduated the year before. It was just like the worst year. I got depressed off my ass and like went to therapy and, you know, was able to get out of it. It was, it was fine. Um, But it was funny because like, my mom the whole time was like, pero es que yo no entiendo, o sea, sal y, y rumbea. And I'm like, bro, that's not going to help. But anyway, um, so ever since then, I've like had a really great relationship with therapy and like introspection. And um, I don't know, it's always been like a, something I look forward to every week to like, como que, que será, like, how could I have done this week better? And, and what's really bothering me? You know, it's it's like being a mechanic of your brain. I say therapy is like you right. open up the hood and you're like, what's going on here? It's not like I feel like a lot of people are like, oh, my God, if I acted a certain way, that means I'm a horrible person. Instead of being like, oh, I acted a certain way. I wonder why I did that. That's weird. How do I 
I, I should apologize and figure out why I did it so I don't do it again versus like, oh my God, I'm like, I don't, I, I didn't do anything wrong. I didn't mean it that, you know what I mean? So I think it makes right, you right, right. a better person generally. Um, but I recently- As long as you're not Jonah Hill and you're using therapy oh speak to manipulate because whatever. Oh my anyway. God. Yes. But anyway, so I, I feel like I've always really liked my therapist and everything Recently, I had I have a new therapist who I love, and um, she gave me her invoice, and I was going to submit it to my health insurance because America, and I like started like the health insurance website is such a mess. I had to like put in all these codes. They were asking me these like codes, and I'm like, what the fuck are these codes? Like, what what codes mm. do they want? And I was like, I want to I want to Google what these codes mean on my invoice on her bill, basically. And mm-hmm. um, I realized that our therapist put what they think we have as codes on bills. But it's a code, so you don't know what it is. So you're like, oh, I guess F.4012 is just like a billing thing. No, bro, that is a literal diagnosis they have of you. So I discovered what my therapist thinks I have. She hasn't told me this. I... She like she never was like oh these are the things I think you have she just wrote it wrote it in the little invoice has she has a code like here I am thinking I'm this like you know special uh, person original person with original problems and original diagnosis no there's a literal <laughs> code for what I am there, it's it, 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 uh. it, I think the total is six numbers and letters are the the summary of all my issues um, so I there were three codes. So I put in the first code and it's like ADHD. And I'm like, well, sure. That's not a surprise. (laughs) Then I put in the other code and it's like generalized anxiety disorder. And I'm like, okay, yeah, that makes sense. I'm I'm anxious. That's great. Mm -hmm. Checks out. Then I'm like, wait a second. There's a fucking third code. And I start panicking. I'm like, does she think I'm bipolar? Does she think I'm a schizophrenic? Does she think I'm a narcissist? Like, like in that moment, I was like, Jenny, uh, Jenny, I was like, I'm going to, I don't know what, I don't know what I am. And I remember like pacing around my apartment. I made myself a tea. I was like, okay, what's the worst it could be, Joanna? And it's so fun. And I started obsessing over it. I was like, I'm obsessing over this thing. Like, Joanna, just like put it in Google. Maybe it's not that bad. Maybe you're not a psychopath. You know what I mean? So I was like, right. all right, I'm just going to, I'm just going to Google it. I put it in Google and I get adjustment disorder. And I was like, what? <laughs> and then I start reading and it's adjustment disorder is an emotional or behavioral reaction to a stressful event that is considered excessive and unhealthy. <laughs> and I'm like, me freaking out over this code is literal proof I have this disorder that when something <laughs> happens, I like blow it out of proportion and just cannot get over it. And I just obsess over it. And I'm like, oh my God. And here I am like freaking out over this code, which ironically is what I'm doing. And I'm like, mm-hmm. but I found it really interesting. And I, I thought that like, oh, this is just my personality. I'm dramatic. And it's like, no, it's a anxiety disorder that has a code to it. I'm not special. I'm not special. <laughs> uh, I'm forgetting is it only psychiatrists who are allowed to give you a diagnosis? Is that why? Therapists do not diagnose. Oh, I do have they? an 
I think they... Is that why? Because why would she fucking be all secretive with codes? Yeah, maybe. Without officially telling you unless she's still not certain. I think she um, might not be certain. Or, or, you know, I don't think it's a therapist's job to be like, hey, I, you are this, this, and this. Like, that's what a doctor does. And it's like, th- that's when it's like you need this medicine, which I understand for medication is important. But I feel like a lot of therapy is like, you have to diagnose yourself. Therapy is someone tricking you into into coming to a conclusion they've already come to like 15 sessions ago. Yeah. It's like, wait, oh my God, I have trauma because I moved around too much as a kid and, and don't feel like home is anywhere and feel like everything is temporary because I moved around so much. And she's like, oh, what an interesting takeaway. And she knew that first fucking session we were together. So <laughs> a therapist is like, tricking you into realizing shit that's their job i think right which i love it's a it's it's an obstacle course for the brain it's it's hilarious though obviously there's going to be terms given to everything but having a hard time adjusting and also obsessing over things holding grudges etc is all part of adhd um and being neurodivergent in general because i do the same thing especially when i'm wronged i I can't get over it. I still have nightmares or dreams with friends that I'm no longer friends with, for, with people who have wronged me. I will sometimes just randomly be triggered by something and then I just brood forever. Um, and I read that that's actually very common with people with ADHD. I am so relieved that's what you said. Because for a moment there, for a brief moment, I panicked. I was like, oh my God, is Jenny going to say? Because the typical thing of our generation. Like, I am such a Scorpio. I hold grudges. Are you a Taurus because you are anxious? It's like, no, bro. Like, psychological conditions are not linked to the stars, okay? Because you, like, don't tell me it's because I'm an Aries. Don't you dare. Don't you fucking dare. Oh, you're a cusp. That's why you know. Okay. I have generational trauma. <laughs> oh. Yeah. But anyway, I feel like you get a you get new letters added to your diagnosis every other day. Just like me. We just get more, just more information. More more like you know what? Add add TPT onto the ED ADHD. Add that too. Let's, you know, like it is, it is, it's unfortunate, but like it really, there's a, I just looked it up. There's a bunch of articles that link, um, adjustment disorders to ADHD and it's not uncommon to have both. Yeah. Well, you know what I, I, it's a huge relief to me, this whole movement. I mean, I think a lot of people claim they have ADHD now because it's like a cool thing to say you have and it's kind of annoying and I have a gripe about it. I know. We can talk about that later. But what I do appreciate it is. I now am not so hard on myself. Now I'm like, oh, I I forgot the car keys in the fridge somehow. I don't know how that happened. And right. I can't find my passport. And I totally forgot about this, you know, commitment I had. Before I used to like hate myself. I'd be like, you piece yeah, of what shit. What the fuck is wrong with me? Like, yeah, you're an asshole. Um and like, now how can I'm this like, keep happening? Exactly. And now I'm like, listen, that's just the way my brain works. And I have to just 
make, like I need to make choices in my life so that I don't make these mistakes. And it's okay. Like my brain just works that way. Oh my God. Am I, am I acting like my astrology friends now? Am I like, you know what? I can be a fucking bitch because I have ADHD. It's the same as like, well, I was mean I to mean, you because met- Mercury's in retrograde. So I ignore I, your calls. I get what you mean. And I'm, I definitely have the same fears because I don't want to come off that way. And I try to explain to people that I'm like, this is an explanation behind why I did this. Not, not an, an excuse. excuse. I try to really make sure that people know that because I don't want it to sound like, well, it's because I have ADHD and like, let me be an asshole. It's like, Okay, I want people to know that I do have good intentions. I do have a good heart. I don't mean to like be irresponsible or come off rude or seem um, distant or whatever it is that comes along with having an executive dysfunction like this um, so that people don't think it's coming from a bad place, that I'm a bad person, but that these traits that I'm born with, that I'm dealing with, that I struggle with are the reason why I did X, Y, Z. And to let people know like I am actively working on myself I am self-aware I know that this is something I I have but at the end of the day I'm human and I'm gonna falter um because that 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 applies to any mental disorder right depression bipolar disorder um ADD autism and I think it's good to speak openly about these topics and these conditions so that we can all be a little more empathetic and understanding of each other because at the end of the day, we all operate very differently. Our brains work very differently. And I think I myself am learning this as well to be more patient and understanding with people. I can now tell when someone's actually neurodivergent and I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. They, they're not they're not being mean or they're not trying, like don't take it personally, Jenny. Yeah. You know, and it's hard because then my own ADHD comes with rejection sensitivity dysphoria so if someone with autism right like speaks to me in a certain way that's more blunt straight to the point me with my rejection sensitivity is gonna get hurt and take it personally and then I have to like um make sense of it and go no Jenny this is how they communicate they didn't mean it to be hurtful you know what I mean little things like that it's so difficult but I feel like ever since I've been more open about this I've had people write me and say I now understand my my partner better yeah my friend better um i'm more understanding and less harsh on them because i i think a lot of people just take shit personally is what's happening like i thought my husband just didn't care about me because he was such he would always be so messy and now i realize it's an actual executive dysfunction and he he needs help it's Uh not that he is a piece of shit and doesn't care about me and wants me to clean you know what i'm saying so it's helping people take things less personally and realize, oh my God, this is a true condition. And let's work on this together. Emmy Award-winning John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., a special run of six live episodes created by and starring Mulaney that'll stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. The comically unconventional show will feature special guests where John Mulaney explores the city of Los Angeles during a week when every funny person is in it. Watch John Mulaney Presents Everybody's in L.A., debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific Time, only on Netflix. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour.
Exactly. And it's what we said at the beginning. It's like, I think taking your brain and, and treating it like if we're an engine of a car versus something that is inextricably linked to your self-worth is like helpful. So looking at my brain and being like, okay, this is, maybe this is the engine of a, you know what? Let's give it a Ferrari. You know, I'm a Ferrari. <laughs> um, let's just say I have a Ferrari brain. It goes too fast. It's, it. you know, it, it shouldn't be driven in like hills because it'll, scrape the bottom of the car um it it's great if it's like needs to go from point a to point b but then like if you want to bring in more people in the car probably not great if you want to pick up groceries probably not great but other things it's great at it's great at it's it's a ferrari you know what's insane you know what's insane what so that this is actually a real term there's been people that have always said an adhd brain is like having a race car for a brain there's an actual article called Your ADHD Brain is a Ferrari. Shut the fuck up. You're just no. a genius. Um, it says, why do I say your ADHD brain is a Ferrari? My goal is to help people master the power of ADHD while avoiding its pitfalls. Um, Shut basically up. Basically, like, yeah, this specific psychologist, Dr. Hollowell, he says, especially to a child, to, like, better explain it to a kid who's newly diagnosed with ADHD, he says, you have a turbocharged mind like a Ferrari engine, but the brakes of a bicycle. Oh, that's so much better than my metaphor. Because I'm like, oh, and then you can drive it, uh, can't drive it uh, with the hills. <laughs> trying to find. He even made like a video. He made like this cute little cartoon. That's so sweet. I love that. That's, you know, I wish I had that when I was a kid. I just thought I was dumb. Yeah, the bicycle brakes. That's nuts. I mean, I, I will say this, though. I I do have this thing, though, I've that's happened to me recently, particularly here in, here in L.A., where people say things like, like, we were, I was in, I was at karaoke, and it was really loud, and honestly, like, the person singing was off, and my head was starting to hurt, and this guy just, like, left the room, and then he came back, like, an hour later, and I'm like, hey, everything good? And he was like, oh, yeah, sorry. I just got, um, what's the term? Wait, give me a second. Sensory processing? I have a sensory processing issue and I got overloaded. Yes. And I'm like, yes. Or maybe you're just annoyed. Like maybe, like if he had just said, oh, I just like, it got too loud and annoying in here. Like, and I had to leave. I, I, I know, I, I just thought it was like a weird way to say, I didn't want to hear this horrible sound anymore. Do you know what I'm saying? I feel like the use of therapy terms as excuses for things is also getting a little bit out of hand. Like this guy just obviously wanted some peace and quiet and he like made it about him having like some sensory overload issue that I don't think he did. But this is me being a hater, okay? You might be. <laughs> I'm a little hater. It is a it is another comorbidity of being neurodivergent really i don't know maybe i just don't like him very much maybe you're just annoyed with him because he's a douche i think he left i think he left the karaoke room also to make out with someone but that's something else we can talk about that at a later date i don't think he was i think he wanted to tap a butt yeah i've been i've been saying that lately mainly because i just never had a term for it before i mean usually i'll just be like i'm overwhelmed but then i feel like that's not enough for people they're like what do you mean we overwhelmed like what happened I'm like i'm overstimulated like and then I have to go into like the actual jargon um, that I've learned. 
um, I think for me, everyone's different, right? Because there's like sensory processing issues with like sight and sound and touch. So then I started to realize, oh shit, like I'm sent, like that's why I don't like wearing tight clothes. I realized that I don't like um, being visually overstimulated, which I re- is why I don't like going to um, the movies. And I, I'm like, what's wrong with me? Like, since I was in my 20s, I started having issues going to the movies and being too close to the screen. So now if I do go to the movies, I sit all the way in the back. And I just thought I was a, I was a weirdo. I was like, whatever. And then I found out that it's actually a thing. People that are on the spectrum um, have can have issues with being overstimulated via one of the senses or more than one sense. So, um, like some people can't handle like concerts or loud places. So now they sell like these loop earplugs that really help people. So they don't get overwhelmed and have like a fit attack. Um, I mean, here in LA, I saw a dog wear noise canceling headphones. (laughs) What I'm saying is, here's the thing. You know, I'm a little bit more of a, of, I don't know what the word is. I don't know what I am. I think in comparison to you, I think I'm more maybe behind, but I'm also a little bit more judgmental. <laughs> I just, there's, and this is coming from someone that has three diagnoses on her freaking psychiatrist invoice. But like, I do think, I, I'm so grateful for these terms. I'm so grateful for, that I understand why my brain is the way that it is and, and why I do the things that I do and how it functions. And I do believe that people have, you know, so many conditions that that we need to be aware of and we need to understand i also think there's a lot of people that are taking therapy just like astrology and they're just learning a term and then they're like this is an excuse for everything and i you know i don't want to No, i agree you know and it's like i 100 percent agree people people do abuse of the system and that's a that's a real thing and that's what's unfortunate and it it takes away the validity of people with the real condition um because there are a lot of people who cry wolf there's a lot of people that do use it for attention because at the end of the day people are flawed and people suck and and some people like again i using jonah hill again as an excuse like there are people out there who do um go to therapy and use therapy terms to then manipulate and control others and and use it for bad reasons and that's just humanity right it's like in our nature to suck um, so I, I completely get it. Cause sometimes you're like, are you for real? Or, you know, so I, I myself get self-conscious when I tell people, well, it's because of my ADHD, because now I feel like it's something it's like good and bad. It's overused. Um, I, I don't want to say overdiagnosed because that's, that just feels shitty to me. I think the reason why more people are getting diagnosed is because it, people finally give a fuck like the medical field finally gives a fuck about um bringing this uh to the forefront because it was ignored for freaking ever especially for women uh so i don't want it to be like one of like why is everyone gay now her 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 and it's like <laughs> well people have always been gay my friends please open up a history book people had wild fucking orgies um <laughs> like people you know everyone, hamilton you know? apparently was gay Right, I'm not. Wouldn't be surprised, dude. So I'm like, there have been queer, trans, non-binary people since the beginning of fucking time. It's it, but because of social media and everything, you know, being more um, available to you and and the internet and the fact that it is more accepted these days, 
there's people, there's more gay people at the forefront, but it doesn't mean they didn't exist before. So it's the same shit to me when it comes to like mental illnesses. And that's why sometimes with the community and like Latinos and stuff, they're like, oh, like everything's a label now. And I'm like, bitch, you have to label things because if not, you can't get proper treatment for it. You have to label things so that I can get my money back from my health insurance. My health insurance needs to pay me back for my therapy. And it's like, it's like my Crohn's disease. Like, what am I going to say? I have a boo-boo problem? Or am I going to say there's a million types of boo-boo problems? <laughs> poo-poo. I, I didn't, did not expect this to devolve into the word poo-poo. Is it IBS? Is it colitis? Is it Crohn's? Is it pancreatitis? Is it... So, bro, you have to label things medically in order to get the proper treatment and and help because at the end of the day it's just going to make your life easier it just truly is and so it is again it is that no, was a tangent but i don't want to say that it's like overdiagnosed and i i do think it is i'm gonna i'm gonna come out and say it i think it's overdiagnosed and i think people are taking it and running with bullshit sometimes and i'll admit it especially here in la i heard a girl we were all we were all staying in the same house and we had to clean up the dishes and then she says i'm so sorry i'm disassociating what the fuck you pretty little liar you are not what? disassociating you just don't want to fucking wash a dish anyway maybe i have i have to process this you know on one hand i'm like oh my god adhd and whatever and then another i'm like don't you fucking dare Imagínate. no i get you i'm in the middle i'm like i am also cynical because i know people can be bullshitters and it's like just because you use the term doesn't mean it you have it well again i also have been severely affected by people in my circles who i'm no longer friends with who pulled the jonah hill on me where they're like i do so much work on myself i've done so much healing and so much therapy and i'm like okay but you're still a dick you know what i mean so <laughs> It's not an excuse to be an asshole. Like, I have a neighbor here, apparently, who's a racist. She's been harassing this, like, family, um, telling them to go back to Mexico and shit, which is hilarious because this family is actually from Spain. Uh, <laughs> Same thing. But the Same bitch thing. is so racist. She doesn't give a fuck. She hears them speaking Spanish, so she has, like, one brain cell regarding that. But... um. The, the Spanish lady was just like, well, I haven't really gotten the cops and blah, 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 because, you know, she has mental health problems. And, I, and it's like, okay, listen, two things can be true. She has yeah. mental health issues and she's a racist. Like, <laughs> she's a bigot. Like, you know what I'm saying? I, had a, I, I knew this girl once who um, had Asperger's, right? But she was a racist. She hated Latinos. And one of my friendships ended because this one girl defended her. She's like, you're being ableist because she has Asperger's and you're not empathizing. And I'm like, girl, this has no I have so many friends on the spectrum. I have plenty of friends that are autistic, have odd ADHD, have Asperger's. They're not racist. I'm sorry. Like you, no, you, man. Ha you cannot make an excuse for that bullshit. So... I can, I can split things in half and go, you know what? This person has trauma. This person had a rough childhood. This person is um, deeply hurt. And I understand that. That is true, right? I'm not going to negate that. But I'm also not going to excuse them for being a douche and Bro, for manipulating like, if people. If you're an ass, if you're an ass and you have Asperger's, you're just an ass Asperger. You're an Asperger ass. 
That's not, you're not, you're not, you're not allowed to be an ass. No one's allowed to be a fucking asshole. I think that's a conclusion. No one's allowed to be an asshole. I need to get my money back for my health insurance. I need to stop Googling codes. (laughs) And, um. Have you, have you confronted your, have you confronted your therapist? I did. Like, yo, I unlocked the code, bitch. And my therapist was like, yeah, I think you have those things. Great. And that was Um, it. And I was like, oh, I thought this was going to be a more. Well, maybe I didn't have to fucking unlock a secret code. Like I'm in some goddamn escape room. She's like, like, I don't think it's. uh, Oh, my God. Yeah, it's like an escape room. It's so true. It's like, oh, my God, this is what I have. She was like, I don't think it's a surprise to you. Right. Okay. Well, all right. Okay. (laughs) I'm like, okay, I guess not. (laughs) Um, All right, guys. Uh, We had fun. All right. <laughs> we'll chat about therapy a billion more times probably on this um, podcast, sure. but this was a fun little r- refresh. Yes, it was. Hashtag hyphenated. What? No, just don't don't add that. I don't know where I'm going with this. <laughs>And on it, there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. So go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour.